0: Thank you for listening to or watching another episode of SNTR Presents. This is going to be about, is Trials returning? If it returns, what's it going to look like? A lot of people are predicting it's on its way back. If you're listening to this on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or watching on YouTube, you can always catch me live at saynotorage.com. I'm usually live when these hit the feeds, so come on in, join the conversation. saynotorage.com will bring you right to my Twitch channel. If you're watching on YouTube, hit like, subscribe, and the little bell button will help me out as well. So Why is everybody talking about this? Trials returning Turning What? This has been something that's, number one, been requested for a while since it went away. People have been wanting it to come back. And I think the increase in speculation went up whenever Luke Smith did his little director's cut and said they want to bring 3v3 Elim back and they're putting it in Crucible Labs. That was kind of the beginning of the conversation. Since then, there's been a lot of things that have happened that are we consider to be almost like breadcrumbs. So we're going to start by saying... Why are people saying this? Like, why is this, why is this happening? There's an increase in people speculating about the return of Trials, and there's even been some new developments just this week with some streamers going to Bungie. So we are going to talk about that. Second, let's talk about how would it happen? How would they do this? We are in December. We know they typically take a break in December. We also don't know 3v3 Elim. Are they going to bring all the maps, some of the maps, what are the rules going to be like, etc. Trials of the Nine is not something I think people want to return of. I think people want a return of Trials of Osiris. Lastly, what about Cheaters? I know we're going to get a lot of comments about this, so I did want to include that. What about Cheaters Lono? They're freaking everywhere on PC, free to play, makes it really easy for people to cheat because they can just keep making new accounts, get a new IP address, and they're just right back in the mix and the swing. And so that's definitely a, a cause for concern that I do want to address. So why are people saying this? As I said, there are breadcrumbs that are seemingly everywhere that are pointing at it. And I'm going to kind of walk through how this sort of took place. First and foremost, Luke Smith says when they're putting 3v3 Elim into Crucible Labs, he says that they want to bring it out into uh, to find a warmer home, which the language he was using wasn't just normal, like sort of flowery language. It seemed to indicate a hint or a nudge of like, hey, this is kind of what we're thinking about doing and we definitely want to bring it out into a warmer home. I immediately speculated he was referring to Season of Dawn. Excuse me. Season of Dawn because Season of Dawn would likely be centering around you know, Osiris and the sun and solar stuff and warmer home just kind of fit with that, okay? More things have happened since then. Dylan sends a tweet, he's one of the community managers, DMG, sends a tweet talking about how solar is soul, like the sun, it's hot, blah blah blah, and then everybody's like, oh my gosh, maybe he's talking about trials coming back. I commented and said, hey, Luke Smith said thus and so, kind of lines up. 3v3 in Crucible abs is another hint that we've just all been kind of monitoring and watching. They clearly have an idea of bringing back 3v3 Elim. I don't think they want to just bring back 3v3 Elim as its own hopper and its own playlist, it makes way more sense for them to say, no, 3v3 Elim is being tested and retooled so it can be brought back as Trials of Osiris, okay? And then, the coup de grace, this is sort of the crowning jewel that only makes sense if they're bringing back Trials, okay? We all know our good friend, Real Crafty. we love Jesse. He moved on from Destiny to do a lot of Fortnite and a lot of Apex, gets signed by TSM, his career is doing amazingly, and we're all really happy for him. It was good to see him sort of transcend Destiny and and, and, go, and get beyond it, and I think it's well-deserved. He's a really high-level player. He is going to Bungie this week. I'm recording this on December the 3rd. He is going to Bungie on December the 5th, I believe, and apparently Lupo, Dr. Lupo, good old Lupo, has even indicated he is traveling to Seattle this week as well, likely, for similar reasons. I don't think you're pulling in people who haven't played Destiny in a really long time. I do know Crafty jumped back in and has been playing recently which again would indicate a potential return of Trials because why else would he suddenly take an interest in Destiny and why else would he be going to Bungie and why would potentially Lupo also be going? The only reason, apparently uh, Bandwipe, Buttwipe BW is also going. I don't think you're suddenly pulling all these guys to Bungie if you're not bringing back Trials, okay? This is gonna be a full court press when this comes back. They're not just gonna bring it back and be like, hey, Trials was back. They're more than likely even gonna do sponsored streams, I would think, maybe, maybe, sponsored streams with these guys to really push it when it comes back to get people excited. Number one, the game is free, so if you suddenly expose the game to that audience, that's a pretty big audience, both Lupo and Crafty combined, and then their are friends, what if they bring their friends along, right? Hey, come play trials with me. So and so, come play trials with me. You other really, really big Fortnite streamer, let's have some fun. It could be really, really good for the game, uh, for the directory, and then obviously with new light, a lot of people could then potentially consider trying it out. Now, how is this going to happen? Okay, how would they do this? If they're gonna bring it back, I don't think they're just gonna slam it in the game and be like, Yep, trials back, yay more than likely it will not land in december okay they take their like two to three week break in december holiday break i mean they leave support staff live team like all that's there but the lion's share of bungie is not at work for a a pretty significant amount of time i actually applaud them for doing this i think more companies should treat their play their, their their employee employees the way that bungie has for years um I'm talking about real crafty. Uh, There's not really another crafty that's known in Destiny, I don't think. So I actually applaud them for doing that. But because of that, I don't anticipate them launching trials in December and then all of a sudden being like, yeah, we're all going on our break. Hopefully it goes okay because it's probably going to be a little bit of a rocky launch there are some potential problems uh, awaiting those that are really excited about trials potentially coming back there are there are some potential uh, hurdles and and roadblocks that might cause some of the enjoyment to go down if they can't figure it out so it's likely going to land in january that would be my prediction it's going to be part of the content trickle it'll be on the calendar it'll be on the roadmap uh they might even do a reveal or a mention or a hint about it in the Bungie stream which is taking place tomorrow which you can watch that here if you're enjoying the stream click follow and turn on notifications so you don't miss my streams be part of these talks Q&A sessions and you can also watch the Bungie stream here we're allowed to co-stream it so I would think January part of the content trickle right on the, right on the calendar I do think the 3v3 format is almost guaranteed at this point why else would they be testing 3v3 Elim in Crucible Abs? weekend only going back to the You know, flawless, going flawless, having the card. I would see a return of boons. People really, really like the Mercy Boon, especially. uh, And I, I would think that would be a lot of the structure that would return. Okay. That's sort of very generic, but that's how i think it's going to play out if it is in fact coming back in season of dawn it may get pushed out into the spring that's also a warmer time of the year could have more to do with what luke smith said gives him a little bit more time to polish it and and apply maybe some feedback from these guys that are visiting lastly let's talk about this because this is important this is important uh, what about cheaters okay now if you're playing on you know PC, uh on PS4 and Xbox you might not be running into cheaters all that often the Steam community mushrooms to a very good size daily engaged player base is very very healthy and a lot of the players in on the PC, player base in pvp have been running into cheaters uh they've been running into aimbotters now streamers aren't always the best example because you could be getting stream sniped by people that are using aimbots because you have an audience and people want to mess with you so that needs addressed no question like let's imagine trials isn't coming back that should be a front burner issue like now today uh, we we shouldn't just be talking about cheaters because of Trials' potential return. We should be talking about cheaters because it's a significant problem in the game right now. Anytime you go free-to-play Entry Point, you're going to have that problem with people using aimbots and cheats and things of that nature. They can get banned. They can get you know kicked out. No problem. Change your IP, create a new account, and jump right back in again. And Steam does limit what you can do until you have spent money or had the account for so long or whatever, but they don't need any of that, unfortunately, to jump into new light and to play PvP. So I would say, number one, it needs addressed in a big picture. In a specific picture, a way to protect trials from these douchebags would be to to do two things. Number one, I would say paywall. You gotta buy the season pass to get in. That's an automatic nice little barrier. Are you going to want to keep shelling out 10 bucks every time you get banned to buy a new season on a new account? Are you really going to want to do that? Maybe not. Maybe some people might, but eventually you might get tired of having to spend the money again. I think a second layer that would go really well and really hand in hand with that is requiring a certain power level. It's not that hard to get to 950. But if every time you get banned, you're staring down two barrels. Number one, you gotta grind all the way from 750 to 950. Number two, you gotta spend more money. I would think that'd be a nice natural barrier to keep people from cheating, at least in trials, because you know they're not gonna want to go in there and hit 950 and then lose all their gear and lose all their stuff. You have to consider how much goes into a good trials team, right? You got your exotics, you got your builds, you got your guns, you got your god rolls, and a lot of the players that have those things wouldn't want to risk those things. You're you're mainly dealing with people on brand new accounts using garbage weapons, and aim bots are the main reason that they're killing you and being so problematic. And this would be a nice natural barrier for trials if you had the power level requirement as well as a paywall requirement. I can't imagine a lot of people being upset about a paywall requirement because if you want to enjoy trials, you don't want it to be free to play, honestly. Uh, I don't think you'd want it to be free to play. You'd want to have a natural barrier there. So I think there's sort of two things they should be looking at. Number one, shutting down cheaters in a, in a harsher way. Uh, hardware bans might be necessary if possible. And then beyond that, I would think paywall and power level requirement for trials to add another layer of protection. My biggest concern is these big streamers come back. They have massive audiences, Dr. Lupo and Crafty and everybody else. I could even see Tfue coming back. He'd probably borrow somebody's account. (laughs) No shade, but Turner probably wouldn't want to play a bunch of, uh, of Destiny. I would think those guys with their audience and reach, the biggest concern would be DDoSing because it's really, really easy uh, to stream snipe those guys at their level and at their reach. They'd probably have to do stream delay anytime they play Trials because if not, they'd be easy targets. It's a peer-to-peer game. You wouldn't even have to use a cheat. You could just be like, oh, I DDoSed him. Haha, <laughs> got that guy. And if you only do it once, they might not even do it to go to the lighthouse. They would just do it to knock them offline to be a douchebag and then that that person's experience would be terrible so that my biggest concern about those guys having a giant giant reach and following would be dossing more than cheats and aim bots because i think there would be natural barriers in there in the way anyway so we're going to switch to question and answer if you're here right now be sure to click follow and turn on notifications if you're listening on itunes google play spotify or watching on youtube you can always catch me live at twitch.tv slash say no to rage as always please like share and subscribe Thank you for listening to or watching another episode of SNTR Presents. This is going to be a Q&A session that followed my talk about Is Trials Returning? If you're listening to this on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or watching on YouTube, you can always catch me live at SayNoToRage.com I'm usually live when these hit the feeds. Come on into the Twitch channel with SayNoToRage.com If you're watching on YouTube, like, subscribe and the little bell helps me out. If you follow on Twitch, turn on notifications. That way you can be a part of these conversations. Gonna jump right in. We want to be ready for reset. We think something might be happening today. It is December the 3rd. So, first question from Domo. Is it wrong or right to feel sad and devastated by people doing view botting to advance their careers? Oh, we were talking about view botting in Instagram. That's not relevant to the conversation. We'll have to do that on a stream stop episode, Domo. Uh, Super says, with D1 trials having level advantages enabled, the idea of having to be at least 950 to enter uh, would not be too far off. I just think that's a really, really good barrier because, again, I think the concern is it's a free-to-play game, and if you have trials, people would love to go in there and just cheat their way to victory. And, and even if they're just ruining it for streamers or just ruining it for other people, like they know they're going to get banned, well, that's really easy to do with a free-to-play game. You make a burner account, you go in, you cheat, you get banned, you have your real account, right? you 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 could make another account like with free to play entry that's the biggest problem so with two barriers i said two barriers i said you could put the paywall in front of it you have to pay to have access to trials you have to pay for the season and the other one would be you got a level cuz somebody might say oh it's only 10 dollars i'll do this every once in a while and cheat There could be a a, a decent number of people who's got mom's credit card or dad's PayPal or whatever the frick, and they can just keep doing it. Well, the paywall would be one thing. The next layer would be, no, you got to level up to 950. I think the lion's share of the community that would look to play Trials would say, number one, we got plenty of time to get ready. I don't think it's launching in December. If they had like a month or so to get ready, they could level up. And they could get ready. Well, if you get banned for cheating, it's going to be really tough for you to do a couple of things. Number one, make a new account, pay for the season, and level up to 950. That's a lot of barriers, you know. That's a lot of barriers to, to get in back in and cheat again. So I think that would be a good a good way to layer those, uh, those protections. Uh, Slipknot. Do you think Bungie will address the hacker problem Destiny is facing before bringing back Trials, and do you think Trials will bring in more hackers? Well, we just addressed how they could protect it, but again, before we even have that conversation, and I said this in my video, you need to, in a very general sense, just protect the integrity of the game. You can't keep letting people just cheat on PC and make another account and grab another IP address, especially with, you know, VPNs and everything else. They can just basically log in, create an account. They have a different IP, even if you try to IP ban them or track what they're doing, right? Free to play makes it very easy for these people to do this. So I think you got to start treating it like a f- free to play game and have there has to be you know cheating protection in place there's got to be a better way to detect this software that people are using there's got to be a better you know line of attack here and if you got a hardware ban people then hardware ban people i don't, why doesn't steam do that right all you got to do is tell steam hey we got to install this software that scans their their network card and gets their MAC address, okay? And you just store it locally. You know, it's not something other people can get to, like, knock you offline or something. It's just stored locally, and it's attached to your Steam account. If that Steam account is found to be cheating, then you hardware ban that MAC address. And the average dum-dum who's booting up these aimbots and cheating probably wouldn't be able to go through the steps necessary to fix that problem. I guess you'd need a new network card. I don't know. Like, there's got to be changing MAC addresses so easy. Okay, well, I'm I'm not up on that. So my suggestion is a principle then, okay? In practice, it might be easy to get around. So the principle would be you scan something that prevents them from getting around it, right? You can scan like a motherboard serial. Yeah, something like that you you have steam scan their hardware and something there is is scanned and stored locally so that if your account gets caught cheating you can never play destiny again on that computer i just to me i think that's an e it's not maybe not an easy solution but if they can if it can be done it should be They're just, to me, there's no question that they should be doing something to get these people the frick out of the game. Like, they don't, they they shouldn't be able to do what they're doing. They shouldn't be able to, you know, ruin the experience uh, so easily for other people. So, if it was easy, they'd already be doing it. Well, you gotta understand something, okay? They did a bunch of things when, when Shadowkeep launched. They launched New Light, they switched to Steam, they launched Shadowkeep, and then they had a trickle of content that had to be pushed out and supported, and quality of life patches and updates have been coming out, okay? So, they're spinning a lot of plates. It's not like this suddenly happened during the lull of a season, right? This all came as one monsoon of change. So, if it's something that they can do, It would be something that would be put into place, I would think, later. Okay, let's think about solutions for, you know, stopping cheaters, enforcing bans that actually stick, and then coming up with a way of doing that. And then, you know, maybe having to work with Steam or something. Uh, But there's got to be a way uh, to stop these people from doing this. Um, And then they have to put in protections in place to not accidentally ban innocence as well. There were things happening in Fortnite. I remember if you shot a swing set in the one town What you could get banned or something there was something going on. It was auto it was like automatically banning you cuz Something weird was happening. Do you guys remember that if you went into that one town? It was greasy and if you shot the swing set you could like get banned they instituted some auto ban aimbot detection something and people were getting banned from shooting a swing set like you can clearly hit people by accident if you're if you're too aggressive and you're not careful obviously i think that goes without saying they would need to make sure they're not banning innocent people um brostafa what kind of paywall would be effective i mean basically i just think you got to buy the season and I think eventually, you would get tired of spending $10 to cheat for a weekend. Um, <laughs> you know, if if you're if you're using an aimbot and you're getting reported, I don't think you're going to last very long. I, I would imagine they would catch you. I don't understand. I mean, I, now listen, I Wish You Luck is, he's a friend, and I know people think he's rough around the edges, and maybe people think he deserves to be targeted. I don't think anybody deserves to be targeted for cheating, and more than likely, he's a target for cheaters that are stream sniping he did say the other day you know he he spent 3 of his 5 hours facing aimbotters I've seen other streamers say similar things streamers could in fact be easy targets or likely targets because you can be seen they can stream snipe you they know when you're going you know they know when you're, you're matching and they know what game type you're going into so it could be we're getting an exaggerated uh representation of people that are cheating because we're seeing it on streams, and streams because of the visible nature of the, w- what a stream is, you know, it's easy to kind of get in there and get somebody and, and, and to stream snipe. So, I- in any case, free-to-play games are notorious for this. It happened with Fortnite, it happened with Apex, it happened with PUBG. If it's a free-to-play game, I don't know if is free-to-play. I thought it was, I thought it cost money. It, anyway, Fortnite and Apex were free, and it happened like crazy. So, it, it's, it's, it's a known, it's a known thing and it needs addressed. So Kev Kov, do you think there should be a freelance queue for trials? No, I don't think, uh, they would want to bring back the, the quintessential, uh, you know, the quintessential mode of, destiny pvp the one that everybody wants to bring back i don't think you bring it back and add something to it that seems outside of the identity of the game mode uh i don't i don't think you'd want to do that number one the way that trials has always been structured you i don't think you can do it this way i don't think you can do hey you know oh let's do freelance the way trials is structured you can't, you cannot, you cannot go in matchmade and just randomly throw people together. I don't think it would work. Number one, you don't want to sully Trials before it even gets off the ground. Hey, Trials is back. And then people are, you know, hey, uh, let's go matchmaking the Trials. Now, the stack teams would probably freaking love it. They would love it. They'd be like, oh my gosh, we're getting so many matchmade teams. This is a freaking joke. Um, I do think they could afford to bring back the bounties that existed before Rise of Iron. Before Rise of Iron, there were bounties that you could get the guns and the armor From that time, and you didn't have to go flawless. If you went flawless, you got better versions, you got adept versions, whatever. You got cooler versions, okay? I thought that was a great system for a couple of reasons. Number one, I think keeping casuals in the playlist is a really, really good thing. It's good for everybody. Matchmaking goes quicker. Matchmaking integrity is better because there's more people there's likely to be more people in your region. It's less sweaty, okay? And because of that, I think they need to recapture that. Keeping people in there every weekend that aren't stacked, sweatband-wearing, hardcore players I think is a really good thing. It's good for everybody. It's good for the casuals. They get a little bit of that accessibility. They can go in, just do some bounties, get some cool trials gear, and then be on their merry way. Mid-tier to high-tier teams don't feel like they have to sweat every single game, and they have, you know, a little bit of a a light-hearted, you know... Card on the on the beginning. Now, keep in mind, I'm not saying we want casuals in there so people can stomp their way to the top. What happened in D1? By the time you got to win five and six, it started getting a lot harder. Wins one, two, and three were usually rough. I'm for the other team. (laughs) Like they were usually kind of bad. Like the other teams were just bad. You'd shoot them a couple times and be like, these guys are just in here bounty farming. And you'd steamroll. Now, the reason I say this is if you remember, a lot of you might not remember this or maybe you weren't around when this happened. When Rise of Iron landed and people realized that the Trials bounties were not dropping new loot, people vacated the playlist. And it got bad. Every week, more and more people were saying connections were bad, matchmaking time took forever, and it was really, really sweaty in trials. It got sweatier and sweatier. It got to its absolute worst after Iron Banner. People were using the trials bounties to level, and then Iron Banner came through. Iron Banner was really easy to level in, it was super, super generous. Everybody leveled up with Iron Banner, and then as soon as Iron Banner was over, the trials that followed that's all my feed. My Twitter feed, my chat, that's all anybody was talking about. Everybody was talking about how sweaty and unfun it was, and matchmaking took forever. And so, it was better before that, when the player hopper was full. And it's not just card based matchmaking though lack of players led to the entire card being bad, Eugene it was like game 1 to game 7, every game was rough, it was like matchmaking took forever you dealt with way more lag because you were getting mismatched on regions, there was less players in the hopper, I think there is some serious and clear wisdom to keeping casuals in the player pool and staggering the rewards and I think that the bounties did that wishwash Do you expect them to bring back just Osiris elimination from D1? If so, why take so long? In my opinion, it feels to come back as something new and revolutionary to actually add something new. Here's the thing. There's a couple of there's a couple of reasons why they need to test out 3v3 Elim. Completely different game, completely different meta and a lot of arguably really bad maps. There's a lot of maps that were designed for 4v4 lane, sh- you know, lane camp, and that I don't think is going to play well in 3v3 Elim. In addition to what you're saying, I do think they would like to iterate on the game mode a little bit more. Whether they do something different with reses or res timers, whether they do something different with the cards, boons, something like that. I mean, I do think they would want to update it. Not just bring back Osiris you know letter to letter copy pasta from D1. Like, oh, it's the exact same. It doesn't need to be that identical. It needs to be closer to what it was in D1 though than what it was when it was Trials of the Nine in D2. So I would I would definitely say, yes, you know, some new, some innovation would be nice, but Bungie has a not so great track record of creating new crucible game modes whether it's rift salvage breakthrough i forget the name of the other one there's been a handful that have been so bad they just don't do them anymore so they don't have a great track record their track record of trying to do new game modes uh didn't lock down thank you they didn't go so well and we all liked rift i like rift so when i say when i mention rift okay i'm not saying rift was terrible Rift didn't work in practice because it just turned into a uh, a spawn trap. I mean, I don't know if you guys remember, during the St. Jude charity blocks, Wish You Luck would just spawn trap people in Rift, and he went on like a 23 game win streak, and it was absurd. The other team couldn't even do anything. As soon as people realized it was easier to spawn trap than to actually play Rift, it turned into an absolute mess. Um... Because, yeah, it's really fun to spawn trap people, but you're not actually playing a game mode. You're just literally looking at doors and waiting for poor, you know, non stacked sods to run through doors and get shot in the face. And that's not really in the spirit of the game mode. So. I'm just saying, I'm not, like, knocking Bungie. It's like, dude, they just don't have a great track record here. Every time they've tried to come up with brand new game modes, they haven't gone over that well. And I think one of the reasons for that is, I think arena shooters are limiting. And I think basic team deathmatch and elimination and control, the reason those game modes work is because they're tried and true and they're familiar. Elimination is kinda like Search and Destroy. Now, they tried to do Search and Destroy, which is a Call of Duty game mode, and they tried to do that with Countdown, and it wasn't super popular. But 3v3 Elim is basically Search and Destroy without planting. Uh, and that's a tried and true game mode that people enjoy. Team Deathmatch, and then frickin, uh, Control, which is basically Domination. These are tried and true game modes that people are accustomed to. They're normative, like, everybody gets it. You know, Kill Confirmed, yes, people, supremacy was good and bad. People didn't seem to respond that well to supremacy. Uh, They didn't seem to like it that much. So, um, I, you know, data miner state gambit will be the trials like activity. I have severe doubts that their, their wish is to do something with gambit. That would be a bad, that would be a huge misfire. (laughs) I just don't there's no way. If they do Gambit trials, I got news for you. You might as well just torch the boat now. There's... I can't see that. I can't... I can't. You're trolling? Okay. I was like, gee, Christmas. Someone, someone is on the Gambit train at Bungie if they do that. Because that gambit, gambit needs to kind of be left in a corner uh, to die. <clears throat> Excuse me. I know people like it. I know people like it. I, I don't think it's a very popular or good game mode. <laughs> I don't think the community has rallied around Gambit. I know people play it. It has decent engagement. Uh, and it's, so it's probably here to stay. They are going to whittle it down to one game mode. They did indicate that. Uh, for the duration of this year, though, year three, Deej said that Gambit would be here. So for the for the duration of year three. T Funk. If Bungie brings back Trials of Osiris, would it be locked behind Seasonal or Expansion? If it's Seasonal, do you think gear could be Seasonal? If it's Expansion, do you think Trials hype would be limited because people wouldn't be able to get uh, the Expanses? I, well, locking it behind Shadowkeep would be severely confusing. I, Eugene's been kind of campaigning for that thought process in chat. There's, I, I don't see them tying it to Shadowkeep. That'd be really weird to be like, hey, we're bringing back Trials in January, but you need to buy what launched back in October if you want to play. I would imagine they would just make you pay the seasonal and then also require a light level, a power level, and then that would be a very good barrier to keep out the free to play, you know, nine account cheaters that just keep making new accounts. It'd be a lot harder for them to do that. You know, they're going to start to get sick of spending money and grinding back up to 950. So, I would imagine it would just be seasonal Uh, Next question is from Ashen Hollow. Can PvP even currently handle Trials of Osiris? PvP is an absolute cluster chicken, especially with artifact mods. We talked about this a little bit yesterday. I think PvP has healthy engagement numbers, and I think there's a couple of reasons why. You could ask 10 people what they think of Crucible, and you're going to get 10 different answers. You're going to have people say, all I die to is Recluse. All I die to is recluse mountaintop. All I die to is shotguns. All I die to is a rental. All I die to is pulse rifles and team shots on lanes. All I die to, all I die to, blah, blah, blah. Okay? The reason that people say that is the thing that triggers them the most is really all they remember. Okay? That's all they remember. And the reason those things are popular and so present is because they satisfy the lion's share of the player base okay low mid-tier and slightly above mid-tier players are likely to use those sorts of things whether it's a pulse rifle with their buddy on a lane or a shotgun or shoulder charge or recluse or whatever these are popular for a reason they're accessible okay this this pure ideological, everybody should be running around with with hand cannons and hitting really, really accurate shots midair and, you know, using shotguns and snipers like a surgeon, okay? Those players, sadly, are in short supply. It's fun to watch them play. I love watching some of the highlights from Lil Sonic hitting his crazy snipe shots. It was amazing watching Lumi, you know, defend a point and control in D1 all by himself or whatever that is, that famous clip, Okay. It's fun to watch. I do, and I know it's probably fun for them to play that way, but the line share of the community doesn't play at that level. So they love to use things like Jotun, a rental shotguns, uh, pulse rifles on lanes, uh, things and things of that nature. Um, so if if that's the case, and then you consider everything I just said with the player base numbers, I actually don't think crucible is as bad as the vocal people in the community make it seem i think people make it seem like it's really really bad because there are a lot of things present that admittedly i'm one of those people that when i play i get really tilted by some of those things it's really frustrating to play against that we we had people playing all kind of cheesy builds the one day that's it's really frustrating to play against right all i die to is you know Thundercoil or whatever people say I definitely definitely find it frustrating but I think what ends up happening is players forget how much of what they're doing is is just the same what if you're going into crucible and you hate dying to fill in the blank I want to know what your loadout is because more than likely you're killing people on the other team and they're complaining about what you're using right you're, that that's exactly what's typically happening. Let's say you're running around with a hand cannon and a shotgun. Uh, you're running Ace of Spades and you're running a shotgun. Every time you get a kill with your shotgun, you're you're likely causing the other guy to be like, "Oh freaking shotguns, dude! I hate shotguns. Freaking annoying. Oh my gosh, Ace of Spades, really? A three tap? You know, give me a freaking break. You, you know, I." anything you're using I I don't know what people think they're using that makes them as pure as the driven snow like your loadout and your build and your exotic choices are somehow pure and not causing any salt on the other team and everyone else is the enemy everyone else is the bad guy um I I don't know the, 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 pl- the player base numbers uh you know seem seem solid and if that's the case i would imagine the more competitive people would clamor to trials and here's where i think the legitimate concerns start to actually form okay there there's a certain thing that happens at the higher level of play at the more competitive play certain things have more presence and can be abused to greater degree cause it's in the hands of a really really skilled player imagine if you will you hand a sledgehammer to me and you're like alright Lono take a crack at this brick wall and I take a couple cracks and it takes me a while to make a dent and start to tear it down okay and then we hand the sledgehammer to an insanely strong dude that has a swinging power of so many pounds of pressure okay There's going to be a big difference between what the two of us can do to that brick wall. So, if you hand a really strong weapon to me, and you hand a really strong weapon to a high-level player, the ability for somebody to use that, or a really, really filthy build, right? Just a filthy build with insane strength and power, and it's really hard to counter it, okay? Well, you hand that filthy build to me, I could be pesky, it could be annoying to play against me, hand that filthy build to somebody at Lumi or Lil Sonic's level, those guys are gonna absolutely just decimate with that filthy build. So the, the presence of some of this stuff I think will be felt in a greater way in an environment like Trials, and that's why Bungie is taking aim at things like Recluse and One-Eyed Mask, because. Those were probably some of the greater culprits. Also, keep in mind, the artifact is resetting. So, Thunder Coil is likely going away. Maybe they just come out and say, you know what? The artifact caused a lot of headaches in Crucible. It will not be active in Crucible going forward. That's something that could also happen as well. So, you know, or yeah, you know, guys like Frostbolt, right? If, If you put me and Frost in the same game and he's running a filthy build and I'm running a filthy build, he's going to be able to leverage it to a greater degree than me, which is why the presence of some of these builds in Crucible trials specifically would be so significant. So I understand people's concern, but I also think we we have to be careful we don't fall into the pit of saying everything people use that kills me is broken, stupid, and overpowered, right? one-eyed mask hasn't been patched yet and neither has recluse we have to wait and see what exactly that's going to do to gameplay the reason, this is a perfect example I'm glad somebody brought up one-eyed mask okay whenever whenever one-eyed mask got addressed in the patch notes all of the high-level players like gigs and others said the freaking wall hacks have got to go people that play at my level were like oh yeah overshield is pretty influential I would run into these these Godzilla storming recluse, recluse using dudes they'd have an overshield from their one-eyed mask and they'd have master of arms proct. you're not killing that guy his time to kill on you is lightning fast the amount of damage you need to kill him is gonna take a, a, an absurd amount of time okay so gigs was saying you know wall hacks needs to go and I noticed a trend the higher level players that play in the higher level environments were saying wall hacks is a severe problem it's too long it's too informative you know it's it it's just it's just too extreme and there's nothing else in the game that affords you that level of wall hacks you know you got the one from the warlock you got to stay in the rift and you got foe tracer which is significantly shorter window of time so that's a perfect example of people playing at a higher level. One-Eyed Mask would be used by somebody at Gig's level. Let's say he's running One-Eyed Mask and he's just being filthy with it. I would run on One-Eyed Mask and I wouldn't be nearly as filthy because that information in his hands is far more valuable in feeding his aggression and pushing a compromised player or pushing a player that's around the corner. It's, just, it's a very, very different uh, presence of something of that strength. So I would think I would think that's going to be the real rub is Trials, as a player pool, tended to be the more hardcore, more ardent, more practiced players. And because of that, I think we've, we've got to consider some of these things are going to need to be addressed maybe quicker, right? Because they're going to... They're going to make these changes to Recluse and what I'd mask. And then if Trials launches in January... Hopefully that's enough time to maybe make sure they changed enough, uh, and if they get rid of Thundercoil and things like that, that, that you know that is that is so problematic, um, that that would need addressed too. We're going to go quickly through these questions. We're basically at reset. I went really long on just a couple of questions. T Funk, do you think Bungie should create a stream team partner similar to Warframe ESO idea? Could bring new viewers to the directory in the game, but it may hurt with the hashtag ad. I don't like the presence of this on Twitch. I don't like what it did in the Borderlands directory. I don't like what it's done in Warframe or ESO. It creates false viewership growth. It allows a developer to dictate viewership flow and strengthen the directory to a select few. And even if, like, let's imagine, let's imagine that Borderlands Three landed and was really, really healthy it was bad for that directory's growth patterns and I think it hurt the directory uh, in the short and in the long term. Um, Now there's other reasons for that, right? It was a lot of people on the Borderlands stream team were friends and had community crossover so the efficacy of that push was not as efficient as it would have been if they would have spread it around a little bit more, but we also saw total total false inflation of views and growth when Warframe did its thing. Um, Fandar with three months, thank you, five months from Super Woke. Uh, you know, Warframe Warframe had an absurd amount of fake growth, basically. And there were streamers that counseled them to do a lot of those things, and it its ROI was pretty poor. Uh I just I don't think it works. You're basically taking people who play the game and giving them a non-streaming, non-entertainment reason to watch, to earn loot. And, because it was happening in the Borderlands 3 directory. You had people that could earn loot through the extension and they were just cheesing some chest and it was this big exploit and all the other you know, other streamers were complaining about it because they were like, these people are getting all these viewers because they're cheesing this chest. Listen, I got news for you. That's the way those programs work. Even if, the, even if the exploit wouldn't have been there, tons of people do that. They basically just run chests all day. And they get tons of viewers for it. And it's totally fake. Like, it's not... There's no substance to it. So if Bungie were to do a stream team or a partner thing like that, I would be extremely concerned about who they would pick and who they wouldn't pick. Um... I don't for whatever reason don't seem to be on their cool kids list so I don't ever get included on anything so that would be concerning. You're gonna funnel people away from me and towards other streamers because you're gonna give them the love. I don't like developers and publishers reaching into directories and fiddling with them because it turns into manipulation of viewership flow. And I think it's a serious, dangerous precedent to set because then the developers can choose who gets all the views and who gets the growth and who gets the exposure during some of the most competitive times. It's already really, really difficult, right? It's already really, really difficult to climb and compete in the streaming environment. The last thing I need, um, the last thing I need is somebody, you know, reaching into directories and fiddling with viewership flow by by messing and having a stream team um I think it's bad for directories because I think it's a false sense of growth I think the true the true earners and workers and grinders get shoved down by fake growth and then all the people that got paid to stream the game move on and so the genuine organic growth gets choked and big streamers get a check and then they move on and do something else so I don't think it's good I think it's bad for directories and I think it'd be bad for the destiny directory Because we've seen it tried in multiple different ways and in multiple different experiments. And basically what it turns into a dead directory that people return to when they're being paid to return to it. So, I don't think it's good. I think it's bad for the people that work hard and try and grind and try and grow and and try and have that community, that true organic community growth. So... I do want to end there. Reset's basically two minutes away, so don't go anywhere. If you're here live, we're going to see what happens. I think Bungie's going to release a video. They've done this before, and then obviously Reset will check Eververse. We'll check all the things and let you guys know. So if you're listening here right now and you enjoy this, keep in mind, there's a Bungie stream tomorrow, and you can watch it on my channel, okay? You can watch it on my channel, and they're allowing us to co-stream. So click that follow button, turn on notifications so you don't miss my streams Uh, and so we're going to end this segment and just keep talking and having a conversation. I may even scroll through the rest of these questions in a non-format way, so if you submitted a question I might get to it, so don't leave. If you're listening to this on iTunes, Google Play, uh, or watching on YouTube, you can always come in uh, you can always come in uh, at saynotorage dot com to join these conversations. If not, you can always hit like, share, and subscribe on all those other platforms. I appreciate you listening and watching all my content. Uh, as always, I always say this at the end. I just kind of already said it. Please like, share, and subscribe.